on maynard.com.au. AU! It's Bunga Bunga 54 with Maynard and Tim Ferguson. I'm going to put my pants on with this. No, I'm not. It's a Tim Ferguson run-out sale. All stock is superseded. New models are coming in. Old stock must go. Go, go, go. Look at the inflatable man flapping his arms. We've got more Tim than we know what to do without the back, so move it on. And grab your Maynard for yourself because they float. Bunga Bunga 54, the show that said... That will do, Maynard. And... There are some who call me... Tim... The show that said, wait, I'm not quite finished. <laughs> On today's show, we'll have this. Mally was apprehended by London police who were forced to let him go, as friendliness to strangers is not a crime until next year. What do you got, Tim? We will definitely not have any of this. My Aunt Bessie was a lonely old maid, the strength of love so often. She was happy when she died, because she finally got laid in her coffin. Maybe a little bit. I've always wanted to be a star and see my name in life. Although I'm not a star, I've had a lot of opening nights. It just makes you feel kind of icky, I think is the word. Sex is here to stay. That's classic 50s vaudeville burlesque. And they say feminism isn't funny. And a shout-out to Memphis May, who's been doing some great burlesque around town in Sydney for many years now and across the nation. Memphis May, we salute you. Memphis May, not only funny but talented, sing to me or mime to me, it's all good. I think she named herself after a bomber instead of the other way around. Well, you know how the war ended. Bunga Bunga News. Tim, your new show, My Fast Life on Falsehoods, is going well. They're calling it Fast Life on Wheels. You'll be able to find it. Oh, sorry. I thought the show was a total bunch of lies. That's what I thought. Sorry. That's the thing. It's a 99% bull train. You have to work out which is the fact. And what have the audiences been saying to you afterwards? Because I saw the show in Sydney at the comedy festival. What's the chatter that you get afterwards from the audience? Well, there was one man who said, please, am I allowed to leave the theatre now? And I thought that was very nice. I told him he wasn't. It seems to be making people get... Very moved. They get very emotional after the show. Like when we were doing the Adelaide Festival, people were kind of being tearful and it was a bit like being a swami with people approaching with their ailments. Was there a laying on of hands? There was a laying on of hands later, but at first it was just people uplifted by what they'd seen, which is just a guy in a wheelchair telling jokes. Very, very little sad stuff. Yeah, you know, my life's not sad. Look around us, you know. (laughs) No, my life's very happy, so I don't mind celebrating that. Sure, I've got multiple sclerosis, but who cares? Nobody lies awake at night wondering about Tim's multiple sclerosis in the same way, dear listener, that I don't lie awake at night wondering about how you're going to pay that gas bill. People approach you for interviews on Multiple Sclerosis Day, where for you, Multiple Sclerosis Day is every day. Yeah, the day after, on the 31st of May, it will still be an MS day, but the whole world will have galloped on. Do you ever want to have a day off from the MS day? Like, have you got one day planned in the year where you're going to go play some golf? I call that whiskey day. Hey, yeah, we're 
Joseph! You're going to Hobart, Perth, Ballarat. Is that for the Ballarat Festival or? Well, the Ballarat Comedy Festival is every day of the year again. But uh, also go to Bendigo where we will laugh at Ballarat and in Ballarat we will laugh at Bendigo and we won't tell either audience, oops, it would be great to get back to Ballarat and roll down the street shouting at traffic, getting arrested, doing all the stuff that we usually do in this beautiful world of comedy that we live in in which we do. Hang on a minute. That's a Paul McCartney lyric. The world in which we live in. We've already had that argument. We've already had that argument. I've been doing a few things. The last podcast with Lance Leopard. You and uh, Lance, it's a great combination. Where do we find the podcast? On the same feed as this. You go back one or two and I'll be there. Desperately Seeking Lance was the last one. It's like I'm Samantha and he's Uncle Arthur from Bewitched. Lance is so dry and yet so deliciously moist. Somehow the conversation always ends up at ABBA or Madonna or Elizabeth Taylor. How dare you and the rest of your barbarians set fire to my library? Ain't that the way with everyone? July, the 2nd of July, Tuesday, 2nd of July, is Flash Gordon, the 1980 movie with the Queen soundtrack. Oh, my God. Flash. I'm definitely coming to that one. You hear in your head that queen sting. Oh, don't go, yeah. Flash. Ah, you save every one of us. Early Timothy Dalton movie, if it later to go on to be Mr. James Bond, he's in the movie. Oh, Timothy yes. Dalton. I thought you were talking about the guy from Who. I really want to know. Roger Daltrey. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> as far as I know, Roger Daltrey's not in the movie. And the soundtrack is pretty cool from Queen. Overseeing the script was Lorenzo Semple Jr. Fans of the 60s Batman would have seen his name on the screen at the beginning of every episode of that because he was the script consultant for that. I have a feeling the terrible tide of adverse public opinion may soon engulf our Cape Crusader. Boo, Batman! Gosh, Bruce, did you hear that? Nothing has ever cut me so deeply to the quick. No blow ever struck by any arch-villain has ever hurt me so acutely as that little boy's boo. He does some great Batman-type writing for uh, Flash Gordon. Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. I like to play with things a while before annihilation. Pathetic earthlings. You and Lance will introduce the film and you talk yeah. about it for a while? Play a few shorts, some trailers that are a bit related to it. In fact, I'm going to show the trailer for the R-rated movie Flesh Gordon that came out in the late 70s. And I thought, couldn't possibly show this because it's an R-rated film. I thought it's a porn film. But it's a bit like it's an R-rated film in the way that Fritz the Cat is an R-rated film. Yeah, there's naughty things in it, but it's not really a porn movie. It was way back when, so that sex is just not sexy anymore. They have jokes like the mighty Wang is the evil person and stuff like that. So it's more like jokes like that. Oh, look, I'll play the promo for Flesh Gordon now. Have a listen. Gentlemen, we are in big trouble. Now, finally, you can see it. It will be a dangerous trip, and I don't know what we're likely to encounter out there. But someone has got to save the Earth from the treacherous clutches of that evil ray. Sure. Why not? We'll give it a try. 
to save the Earth from the incredible sex ray. It's so strange in here. Be swept away to the dazzling heights of astonishment as you enter worlds unknown. I'm Prince Precious, rightful heir to the throne of porno. Ah! Join Flesh Gordon as the crafty Emperor Wang unleashes the forces of interstellar tyranny against him in a hundred mind-boggling adventures. Oh, boy. Not to be confused with the original Flash Gordon. Sounds like a good family-making movie. Yeah, the mighty Wang got to watch out for that. <laughs> you gotta, and so much hair. It's great to see people before Brazil became a thing. At the Red Bar, 2nd of July, Flash Gordon... But we are screening a special movie in the first Tuesday of December. We cannot tell you what the movie is going to be because if anyone knew what it was on, they, would, they wouldn't let us screen it. It's our big Christmas bash if you've got to see this. You've got to start putting that in your diary because I went to your last Christmas bash. Cannot remember a thing. Will this make me dizzy? That's my last memory of that party. It was awesome. 22nd of June, we've got Next Love Shack 2. Did you enjoy my cardboard rocket at the last one? The cardboard rocket that you painted. <laughs> yes, with your very textures. With my very textures. It was very colourful and kind of understated for a cardboard rocket. It took me all day to paint that. It really was. I actually had the rocket on because it fits over me and I was looking out the porthole and I decided it would be very funny if I ran out onto the balcony forgetting that I was now one metre wider with a cardboard rocket going through a doorway that was fairly solid, went bang and thrown back into the room with pieces of cardboard going everywhere. The rocket kind of exploded. Your parties are just like that. Who amongst us can say that they haven't tried to run out onto a balcony wearing a cardboard rocket and had it gone wrong? Who amongst us can say they haven't done that? I can't. Bunga. Bunga. I've grown up, Tim. I bought today this recording from 1961 on CD. I now own... Oh, my God. Wider than a mile I'm crossing you in style Someday Breakfast at Tiffany's by Henry Mancini. The soundtrack to the... Audrey Hepburn, George Papad, everyone forgets he's in the movie, obviously. Breakfast at Tiffany's, 1961. And of course, you thought it was that song by Deep Blue Something, didn't you? I said, what about breakfast at Tiffany's? Well, I thought Henry Mancini had written that too. Of course, there's Landlord in that. Is it Mickey Rooney who's playing a jack? Boy, does, is he chewing the scenery with that voice. I am definitely, this time, going to call him the police. If you try to do that these days... Well, he has his own theme... The Big Blowout, which is great. Really swinging track. If you can't get the stripper theme, I recommend playing a track called Hubcaps and Taillights. Listen to this on... Oh, yeah. Tim, get your gear off track. Oh, it certainly is. I've already got my gear off. You no, the pasties more. are coming off now. Oh, here they come. Look at that. Let's hear a little bit of applause from the crowd. When Tim gets it off, the crowd gets off. Remember, Last Dance by Donna Summer is also an Academy Award winning song. And 
Everything is Awesome from the Lego movie. lacks the emotional depth and depth of message. The Academy Award for Am I a Man or a Muppet? Am I a man or am I a Muppet? Am I a Muppet? If I'm a Muppet, well, I'm a very manly Muppet. Very manly Muppet. Oh, yeah, I did love that song, but it's got more emotional story to it. I'm a Good on them. We're gonna tell you what's on our mind. What we really wanna say is this. The Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Oh, here we go. Controversy, people. <laughs> yeah, this turn, is. Turn the volume up. The International Comedy Festival Club, the Hi-Fi Bar, has all the great acts from the comedy festival, but no disability toilet, which means oh. if you have a disability and you need one of those places, uh, for example, me, I go around in a wheelchair the size of a small bus, you can go to the venue, drink a beer, but then you've got to go back downstairs and piss on the street. They should have a disabled toilet, if only for the people who want to have sex. If you want to do some drugs or have some standing up kind of sex reasonably quickly, because there'll be people who are waiting to have sex outside, really, there should be a place for that. Bunga bunga activism. Oh, yeah. Let's open the crank mail. Crank mail, crank mail, crank mail. Hang on a minute. What's that, what's that noise there? Oh, that noise. Yeah, the, one, the watery thing at the end. You know how the Murray Darling's been having a difficult time? For years, decades. How all the fish died. Yeah, what's that got to do with our noise? Well, this is a little mouse from Chernobyl pissing in the river. What has this Russian rodent got to do with anything, Tim? Well, it ran away from Chernobyl and has peed into the water. <laughs> He glows at daytime as well. You are full of something. Crank mail. Our first piece of crank mail is from Sir Daryl Adams. Oh, come on. Busting our bunga. And he was a Patreon, so obviously we outraged him. What does Sir Daryl have now? He sent his crank mail through Twitter. Real Tim Ferguson. Sir Daryl Adams writes, With the Australian election over, will Tim go back to Canada where they have better government and should Maynard finally be sent to Manus Island? I am going back to Canada, partly because of the election, but it's also because if Maynard's going to move back to Manus, there's no reason for me to be here. Those people on Manus Island have suffered enough. I actually thought he said Man Up Island, sort of a place you you go to where you have to build some really good shelving or have to actually admit to the wife that you're not going to lunch on Sunday at a parent's. You actually asked me before, is it possible to make jokes about Manus Island? Think, just you comedians out there, it's okay to laugh about Manus so long as you are ridiculing people who run it, the perpetrators. There's plenty to be had with Manus because it's run by a bunch of amateurs. You don't punch down, you punch up. I call it pissing down. You piss upwards if you can. If you can get the squirt high enough, you can hit all those guards at Manus, no problem. At least mess their shoes up. Crank mail! Mark Dawson writes, 
through our Facebook page, the Bunga Bunga Facebook page. Get onto it, people. My wife insists that when she went to Narrabunda College, circa 1980, Tim was also there. Is this true? Narrabunda College. What is that? Is this a falsehood? I did go there. I spent one glorious year at Narrabunda. I went to nine schools and Narrabunda was the last one. It was quite a pleasant experience. After that, I didn't want to go to university. What and break into another crowd, another crowd of losers who weren't as smart as me. Ex-Narrabunda people, I understand your pain. And that wraps it up for Crank Mail. Crank Mail. We solved nothing there, Tim. Well, I think we set out to solve nothing. As always, Bunga Bunga proves that lowering your expectations is often the best approach to life. Uh, fantastic. You think you know your history? You think you know your harmonica playing? (laughs) Tim's historical hypothetical, where we put Tim Ferguson in a place in Australian history and ask him, so, what would you have done, (laughs) smartass? Are you ready, Tim? No, no, I'm not ready. I'm not at all ready. The date, Friday the 4th of February, 1983. 83? The place, Canberra and Brisbane. Wait a second, I know that date. It was a big day in Australian politics. So it was a Friday, everyone was pissing off from work early as usual. The Prime Minister, Mr Malcolm Fraser, said it makes no difference who the ALP leader is for the federal election, which he called. Because what happened was Fraser decided he was going to call an election as Bill Hayden resigned as the leader of the Labor Party and Bob Hawke took over. It was only a three, four-week election campaign and Hawke won the whole thing. When the Liberal Prime Minister was asked about the election issues, he told reporters the election will be fought on the issues, not the personalities, Tim. The issues? Since when does that work? It's typical of a Prime Minister who doesn't have a personality like Mr Fraser to make that argument, but up against Bob Hawke, you're going to need more than issues. When asked if he was worried about the high popularity rating of Mr Hawke, Mr Fraser said, I'm not worried at all. I think I have shown on many occasions that I'm not worried by polls. Australians will go to the substance of the issue. (laughs) (laughs) And he got thumped. He totally got thumped. How did you go on election night this time? As you know, Maynard, I predicted it. You did. You think he was mucking around when he said this on the Christmas show? I gotta say, Scott Morrison's government will win re election. Guaranteed. You think he was mucking around when he said this on Bunga Bunga 52? Scott Morrison will win the next election. I'm the first one to call it, and I'll tell you why. Firstly, because I don't even have to mention Donald Trump wasn't going to win his election. You know how Australia is supposed to be a land of larrikins? Scott Morrison knows that that is all bull twang. What Australia is, is a land full of easily frightened little butterflies. Why would you even think of a fear campaign in a nation full of larrikins who won't be told? You would only think a fear campaign would work if you're in a nation of easily startled gazelles. Do you think he was continually doing a running joke of mucking around when he said this on Bunga Bunga 53? Australians are like kangaroos. We're all really stupid. I think Scott Morrison should go for a born-again Christian love angle. All he needs to do is heal a couple of people. If he healed me, that would be great. I'm in a wheelchair because I've got my and I would love nothing more than for Scott Morrison, ScoMo, to lay his hands upon me. And who wouldn't vote for that? Fuck you, annoying Tim. 
I just knew Scott Morrison was going to remain the Prime Minister of Australia, and sure enough, here we are. And that was hilarious to everybody back in December. Everybody told me I was an idiot, but I had been to oh. Costco in the western suburbs. Oh. This is a Costco-based decision. Yeah, I went there. And I looked at all the people, basically western suburbs of Sydney people, and I just looked at them and thought, how do you communicate to such a disparate group of people? And there are hundreds of people in Costco. There's only one thing they understand, and that's fear. Whereas on the other side, saying, here's the new policy, but don't worry, it won't hurt. So I figured the government is going to steal this one. I got proven right. The people who got proven wrong are, in fact, news poll. How many news polls did Malcolm Turnbull lose? So what would you have done if you were Malcolm Fraser to try and win against Bob Hawke? What would you, what would you have done? Burlesque. I mean, Burlesque was just waking up at that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I want to vote for that guy. Since you've had your bit of a say there, Tim, why don't we let you have another one? Tim Ferguson's right of reply to a question nobody asked. Don't expect too much. So the Morrison government has been returned. Returned from where? Who knows what's going to happen? It's hard when Scott Morrison didn't actually reveal any of his fellow campaigners. Even the campaign launch just had the Prime Minister... We can't really predict what's going to happen. Don't worry, people. You'll still be able to march in the street. I saw school children marching in the street. I don't know what they were marching about, but good on them. What we need, Australians, is to all team up together and for people on Twitter to shut up. The idea that this election was voted for by the quiet Australians is kind of stupid when you figure the quiet Australians, the uh, silent majority, get to vote. So it's kind of silly to say that we never hear from these people. Our governments are chosen very regularly by these people. There are people who just like to be called the silent majority. They aren't silent. Many times I've been DJing and I have heard from the silent majority very quickly when I start playing some tunes. Oh, yeah. If you think you're one of the silent majority, then you're saying that you never get a chance to vote. There is no such thing. Wow. That's Tim Ferguson's right of reply to a question nobody asked. Don't expect too much. Bunga Bunga 54 has raked this nation across <laughs> the coals and set fire to its pantyhose. <laughs> Which were dangling. I remember my parents buying me pyjamas that had, be careful, flammable. Want some flammable pyjamas? Half price. Well, at the time it seemed normal. What do you think now that we think is normal that in 10 years' time people will think, what the hell? Traffic. Well, there's one thing they'll never replace, and that's you and me and our dancing spectacular. Let's get moving, let's get grooving. He's been Tim Ferguson. He's still being made now, despite the implications. <laughs> See you next time for Bunga Bunga 55. 55? Thanks to our Patreons. Without you, we couldn't do it. Become a Patreon at patreon.com slash Maynard. Do it as fast as you can. Yes. Bunga Bunga!
Bunga Bunga on Maynard.com.au. Hey, you! Bryson and Hugh. Everything digital.